Blog Talk Radio. From Chicago, it's the show where everyone comes to chat. It's the 411 Lounge on Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, LeVar Evans. On Blog Talk Radio Nation, you are tuned into the 411 Lounge. I am LeVar. And you know, when late last year uh, I started this whole thing of uh, celebrating 10 years of doing uh, blogs and podcasts, uh, one of my favorite guests uh, was Marcy Diamond, who I am so happy is with us tonight. I don't know why. I know in between then, for those of you who follow this show, uh, I stepped away for a little bit, not doing it as much. Uh, but I am so glad that she is back tonight. The last show that she did with well, this was actually her first appearance, and I'm not sure if she remembers it, so I'm going to quiz her on it tonight. No, I won't. There will be no quiz. But last time she was here, <laughs> February 19th of 2015. Uh, but I am so glad that she is back tonight. Uh, Marcy, Welcome back to the program. I'm so happy to have you back again. Thank you. So happy to be on your program. I know. No, I, I said I was going to quiz you, but I won't quiz you on the last time you were here. I know a lot <laughs> has gone on since then. A lot has, uh, uh, I mean, in between then, I mean, looking back from then to now, I mean, seemed like yesterday since you first really started adult entertainment, or has it uh, actually yeah. felt like a it really does because I remember I can just remember getting God, I'll never forget when Bang Bros asked me in twenty ten to film for them and I wasn't ready. Then they asked again in twenty eleven, I wasn't ready. Then in twenty fourteen I kept getting asked for three years I'd been asked by Score magazine to shoot for them. And I was like, No, 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 because I'm never gonna do porn. I'm like, Mark my words, I'll never do porn because I was in <laughs> this urban modeling. And um mm-hmm. It was funny because my boss at the time said, yes, you will. I'm like, no, I won't. And I was just incensed <laughs> that he would think that. But it is. it was just one more step to go from what I was doing to you. It was like, whatever. But I really didn't see myself doing this. And it was funny because I was taking a walk last night with my dogs, and I thought if I had it to do all over again, would I still do porn? And I thought, yes, I would just – what would I change? I would change – I would get into it earlier than I did. Definitely get into it younger. Mm. But yeah, I I I, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember when there was, uh, you know, when everybody kept wondering, is she or isn't she, or is she or isn't she? And then when you finally did, everybody <laughs> was like happy, and they were like, oh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> I remember my fans. I had like seventy-five thousand fans on Twitter before I ever got in porn, and then that like rapidly doubled really fast. Mm-hmm. And then um, I lost my whole account. Oh, well. <laughs> well. We'll talk about that tonight with social media, but uh, also before mm-hmm. I even forget, happy belated birthday. Uh, Thank you. So, yes. Yes. Happy belated birthday. Now this has been a long 
strange year, uh, especially with COVID-19. And with the pandemic that's been going on, how has filming been for you? I mean, have you seen some things as to where uh, you probably see things kind of slowly getting back to normal? And has shooting scenes been more kind of like, I guess, more clustered because of all of the precautions that you have to take? Well, there was a couple people that I know that were shooting the whole way through that never stopped. They were supposed to because um, the union really pretty much asked people to stop until June or July. And nobody, mm-hmm. these, these people didn't. And I did. I, I just was filming with, I got these dolls. They're like a half torso. I got them off of eBay. And that's what I was using mm-hmm. to film with for the for the time being because I just didn't really trust filming with people. But um, I think that was even before the test came out. So I was a little too scared to, to film. So mm-hmm. now I'm starting to – I've been filming, and I'm going to, you know, film some more in February. But there was a break. There was a break during filming. Nice. So, and I, I'm pretty sure that's been because it's really, really probably the first break you've probably taken since you started, right? Um, I don't, I don't, you know, I've worked more now in the past year than I have ever because I never really used to work that consistently. I would do it here and there. Like I may, I may have made a porn once or twice a year, and mm. then I was like, when OnlyFans came about, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna bust my ass at this and see where I can go. All these girls are supposedly making all this money. I'm gonna try really hard. So now mm. I'm filming all the time. And I'm a lot glad more. you mentioned that. I was gonna say that goes into the next question tonight here because in the last year, it seems social media has seen a pretty much even bigger expansion of adult stars utilizing sites like OnlyFans or whether they're on Cam Soda or any other sites where they can produce and do their own content. Uh, for you, will you be doing even more of that or will you divide your time between that and maybe shooting for other companies once everything kind of gets a little bit more clear here? Yeah, I have a shoot actually for a new site coming out. Um that's going to be the 28th of February. I shoot for them. And uh, then, of course, I'm going to be doing my own stuff. But, yeah, I'm still going to shoot for other people if they ask me, definitely. Definitely mm. want to keep doing that. Keep the name out there. Well, well it's good to hear. I'm glad you're uh, still going to be doing that. Also, one of the things that I've had a chance to catch, uh, for those of you who haven't had a chance to, uh, you – uh, Desiree DeLuca. Um, hello, Desiree, if you're listening tonight. <laughs> and uh, Roz Bix, you guys have been doing a series of YouTube shows called The Queens of Sex and Gossip. Tell everybody out there yep. what the show is about. And have you always wanted to kind of do like a YouTube or podcast series? Yeah, Desiree and I had one in 2015, and um, it, it lasted for like a year, but it was just so difficult trying to get interviews. Um, people not showing up, as you know, because I forgot last week. But um, <laughs> a lot of the girls are in California, so I would have to stay up till midnight to get, you know, them on at like eight or nine at night. And I just was like, God, I'm tired. 
after a long day, and then half of them, you wait till midnight, they wouldn't show up. So I just thought, I need a break from this. So we're doing it again, and this time we're just kind of like talking amongst ourselves instead of having guests and um, sort of just talking about gossip, about anything sex-related, really fun because it at first I thought there's no way we're going to be able to take up an hour. And I told Ross that I'm like, we can't take up an hour. He's the producer. I'm like, there's just no way, maybe a half hour. He's like, no, we can do an hour. And it always goes over mm-hmm. every single week we go over. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you'd be surprised because I do a Friday night show. Uh, we do Friday nights here called page one and we kind of cover a little bit of everything. Um, I wish we could cover the whole sex thing. I know we've actually had D Siren here. We actually did uh, one mm-hmm. night devote the entire hour to uh, sex. Love to have you on one, one Friday night. You or Desiree, we could talk about sex and we could talk about that. Let's do it. But yeah, definitely. Uh, and what <laughs> we do is we sit and we just talk about, you know, we, the funniest thing is we have four topics. And we and every Friday night I go into that show and I'm like, there's no way we're going to do about an hour on this. And an hour right. goes by so <laughs> Yeah, it really does. And I would tell you folks, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the current one uh, of their show, uh, I can tell you the first half hour, which was hilarious because I was listening to it, was about pedal implants. <laughs> ah, funny he brought that up and totally blew me away because usually we'll tell each other what we're going to talk about so that mm-hmm. you know you can get yourself versed on it if you don't know anything about it and he just that was out of left field that was so funny <laughs> I will tell you there is no way for all of that hassle to only get a couple of inches out of that when I probably do that um, <laughs> I, don't care. I, know. I don't care how cute it is <laughs> but yeah, yeah so you having a lot of... am i having what i say are you having a lot of fun doing this right now yeah i am it, it, we didn't do it for um the holidays but i i don't know my husband kind of got on me and said you know what kim kardashian and them they still work up through the holidays you have to have your show during the holidays i'm like i should have done it i should have done it i was just <laughs> so busy and didn't do it and then the next the next week, um, there was what was it? New, New, Year's, New Year's, so it was like yeah. that. shit was going on with them, and I was like, "All right, we'll just take it off." And then my birthday was after that, so I mm-hmm. felt bad. From now on, I'm gonna no. go straight through it, though. Well, I will tell you, uh, from one podcast to the next, it's it's a lot. Sometimes you may have to take a break because it's just so much. I think we this year we did in the span of seven days, we did a festivist show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Christmas show and a New Year's show. <laughs> so, wow. a lot. So, that is a lot. So, there you go. So, this year you can at least do the festival show. <laughs> you can do airing a grievance. What is that? It's a lot of fun. Uh, that was from the Festivus was from that Seinfeld episode uh, where George's dad didn't like the commercialization of Christmas. So, he really? created his own holiday called Festivus. And it has an aluminum pole. And during Festivus dinner, right afterwards, they do, or his dad did the airing of grievances where he talked about all the issues he had with people throughout the year. And (laughs) the night does not end 
until there is something that's called the feats of strength where you have to pin the head of the household. <laughs> uh, uh, that's fun. It's the most hilarious episode you will ever see. <laughs> cool. I'll have to look that up and watch it because I like that show. Yeah, actually, the funniest thing was that the episode was not called The Festivus. It was called The Strike, uh, and it, it dealt with uh, Kramer going back to work for his old job, and then he went on strike. But in the middle of it all, George's father decided to bring back Festivus. So, yes. Oh, <laughs> yep. cute. Look it up. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. But uh, I will. With, I was going to say, now, with OnlyFans, I've seen a lot of articles uh, lately. And do you think that uh, – I know last year there was a little bit of controversy uh, with Bella Thorne uh, and what occurred with that. Uh, do you think that that hurts a lot of content providers such as yourself, or did you pretty much uh, say, hey, you know, what she does is what she does, what I do is what I'm going to do? At first, we were kind of annoyed, i tell you the truth, because OnlyFans started changing a bunch of rules for us. At first, I was pissed because I thought, you know what, you have your own platforms to make millions of dollars. You know, Disney, movies, shows, commercials, anything you want to do. YouTube, YouTube videos, you could do that. You could make money. This is my, our space. Like, this is our space. We don't need you in our space. And right. it just was like... Because we work so hard, it's like, but I sound like a hater, but we work so hard to, to get our fans and we're actual, like, actually really in porn, and that was our space. And mm-hmm. then she comes in, and they change the rules. They said, instead of getting paid out every seven days, we're going to pay you every 30 days. And we were like, what? Mm. And then they started trying to change a bunch of rules with us. And then they said you can't get any more, you can't get $200 anymore for anything, which I never charged it that much anyways. But there were girls that would put out picture sets for, you know, 150 bucks, $200. Now they don't let you right. go over 100 She did that, and there was a ton of chargebacks because people were unhappy with her implied nudes that she said were nudes. So she had about, I think she had $600,000 in chargebacks in the beginning. So wow. They completely just said, you know what, we're going to lower the amount that you can charge for, for, for stuff. It just screwed us. It screwed the people that do this for a living. She came in trying to, you know, make a bag and get some attention, and then everything was changed because of Bella Thorne. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I, now, I, I'm, I'm curious. Here now. It's like, whatever. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I'm kind of curious as to how other people felt because, like, here you are, you're a person that established yourself on that site. Somebody comes along, and then they do something in which it pretty much now changes, you know, your business and how things roll. roll. And she's pretty much not really on there for, uh, I guess, you know, for the – because she already – she's not on there for the aspect of making money because she has other, like you said, avenues of making money. So I think that's why right. I'm a little curious about that. So, yeah, she hmm. was on there for porn. She was on there just to, oh, let me see if I can sell memberships and then grab a bag and then I'm, I'll be in and out. And then it's like that's not fair because you, you screwed us up because you wanted to come in and out of the game and you weren't really even in the game. So And then she was like, well, I'm making a movie with someone. 
about OnlyFans, and and we were like, that's okay. We don't need you to advocate for us. And she's like, I'm trying to be an advocate for porn, and a lot of a lot of people were pissed. And then you have people going, oh, you guys are just haters. No, it's not. You're not a hater. Whenever you do something for a living, and someone comes in and screws it all up, and then they're out, and you're like left with you're the one left with the with the results that you know she came in and did that, and now we can't charge a certain amount for stuff. If someone wants to tip you, they used to be able to tip you um, any amount. Now they can't tip you over a hundred dollars. Which, right. you know, that's rare. That's really rare that you would get that. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. I've heard of girls getting a four or $500 tip from somebody that's balling or making good money, and then you now can't, you know, have that option. Wow. Now, I was going to say, how does the process go for you? How do you decide uh, what to put on the page? Or do you, like, usually get, like, a lot of ideas from fans, or do you pretty much uh, have, like, a set, list of things that you want to do what's the it seems i know for everyone they're really active and i know especially for you I'm pre, you're very active with only fans it's almost like another job uh one more thing to add to like the other jobs that you're already doing uh, so what goes into that for you i mean where do your ideas come from uh pretty much sometimes fans will give me ideas and then um, i'll do things and I see they sell, and I'm like, wow, something as simple as, like, spreading my ass and just doing a video of that, I'm like, Jesus. And it sells, 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 and I'm like, just talking dirty, spreading my ass, and I'm like, that's not sex. It's not that involved. It's not that hard. <laughs> and <laughs> people buy it. So I'm like, all right, let me make more of these. So I don't always, like, film with someone. You know, I try to do other stuff, too, but that's solo but gotcha. I do get ideas from fans. But I just like, always... try to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Try to, um, if I can get someone to film with, I will definitely do that because that sells as well, really well. Sex really, really sells really well. But if right. you can't, then you can do the shit that you know will sell. It always does. Is there absolutely <laughs> something that, people have suggested that's like an absolute like no no you will not do it yeah you cannot fuck yourself on OnlyFans with a cucumber I just found that out oh. <laughs> yeah, a lot of you against, yeah can't use food it's against POS um, I've been asked which I think is absolutely I won't say the R word um, strange <laughs> sit on a wiggling fish underneath your butt and I was like that's cool why would I do that that's why why um, no I would never do something like that you get people asking you some strange things wow. really really strange <laughs> things yeah um I, people ask me for shit videos but I, I understand there's girls that are into that but that's against POS on OnlyFans too and I'm not going to risk my account plus I'm not interested in shit videos so I don't do that either you know, I, I'm always amazed. Are you still amazed at, like, the, I guess we can call them fetishes. Are you still amazed at the fetishes that some people have out here? <laughs> yeah. They're, like, just, I don't want to say strange because I don't want to make people feel like they're weird yeah. or anything for it. The unusual fetishes. <laughs> yeah, just something, yeah, unusual that I wouldn't 
I wouldn't think is hot, you know, at all. People will go, do you do right. fart videos? And I'm like, no, I don't do that either. Sorry. And then I, then I thought, as much as I get asked for that, I might as well go buy a damn whoopee cushion <laughs> and just <laughs> do it. No? Good Lord. Well, you know, I've seen some people with balloons, with whoopee cushions, or whatever works, I guess. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I swear. By the way. I did not ask you. I know that usually one of the uh, parts to the show that you do on YouTube, you usually have something right next to you to drink. Is there anything next to you tonight? No, I have water. (laughs) I got water. Believe it or not, I don't drink enough water. So I'm like trying to drink more water. Sorry, my dogs are going bananas. No, it's okay. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so since you've been in the industry here for a few years what is there you anything that, you know what, I, I, the funny thing is I actually have water um, I, oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I came here with water tonight I, I should have probably I started um, late last year to see what the whole thing was about with wine um, I'm trying wines I'm really bad when it comes to alcohol because I don't know what to mix with other drinks. Um, if really? you gave me a bottle of something, yeah, there's a lot of things I haven't tried. Uh, if you gave it to me, I would be like, do I just drink this straight with ice? What do I do with it? So. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was in a bar one time. I was actually a sushi lounge, like restaurant place. It's mm-hmm. really nice. It's lit up like South Beach with blue colors on the inside. And it was nighttime. And I never had a martini before. Ever and I didn't even know what they were. Drinking it and I was like, Oh my god, this is too strong. This is horrible and I'm like the lady comes back and I said, Can you water this down? I said, There's just too much alcohol in it and then my friend goes, Marcy, that's what a martini is, it's all one hundred percent alcohol. The lady just kinda laughed and I'm like, Oh, let's do that, okay. I felt dumb, but I know what you mean. I'm not like I'm all I know is like vodka and cranberry or vodka and orange juice or a Bacardi and diet, but that's my thing is Bacardi mm-hmm. and diet. So that's usually what I drink. Now, but on the I show, will tell you, that's what I'm drinking. That's <laughs> <laughs> almost like a normal thing. Cause I think the last few shows I've watched, I was like, you guys all have something that you're drinking. That's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the show or eating because that the last show, if, if yep. you folks haven't watched it, it made me hungry. <laughs> I'm always starving. And I feel guilty that I'm sitting there eating while I'm doing it, but I have to eat a plate because he's always cooking and then bringing in the food. He starts cooking about eight o'clock. I swear to God, seven thirty, eight o'clock, and then starts bringing it across into the kitchen. And I'm like, why is why the timing is so bad when he starts cooking? It's always when I'm on the show. But, but you know what though? That's what I love about the show because you guys, pretty much in the middle of a show, we either get up and go somewhere. <laughs> and anybody else will fill it, or you'll be drinking, or you'll be eating, because it, it kind of almost feels like, hey, I'm sitting on this like call with you, and it's just like a normal conversation, which is what I love. So I I say keep it up. It's actually like it's become like an embed embedding of the show now, where I almost expect to see like some type of like food coming through, or some type of drink. <laughs> That's cool. I'm glad. <laughs> It made me want to go out and grab my barbecue grill and, like, just fix some chicken legs at that point. <laughs> yeah, he's always cooking. I wonder what he'll cook next Friday when we're on the show. 
He's always bringing a plate of fruit across, and then I show it to everybody. <laughs> but do you do any cooking? <laughs> yeah, here and there, but he's he's the grill master. He's like cooks his ass off, so he, everything's always so good, and I just let him do it. Mm. I, I try, but it's kind of a joke. I get frustrated because it doesn't turn out the way I like it. Like I made a ham and potato casserole after I had a bunch of ham left over for um, Christmas. I did it for Thanksgiving too. And I'll forget to add like a major important ingredient. I was making the cheese sauce and I forgot the cheese. So there was no cheese <laughs> on top in the, in the, um, you know, the roux. So I was like, oh, my God. I was all upset about the cry. I thought I ruined the whole thing. He's like, okay, so what we'll do is we'll just pour it over, and then we'll put the cheese on the top. Don't worry about it. We got this. So he helps me a lot. He's really a good cook. <laughs> it's always good to have a good cook. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, I'm not sure if I asked it, and I'm pretty sure now I've probably skipped over the question. I said, is there anything that you haven't done yet that you'd like to do within the industry? Yeah, I want to film with Cherokee. Um, she's asked me a couple of times, but for some reason, it just hasn't panned out, or I just I don't know what it is. So I would really like to shoot with her. Uh, shoot with Shane Diesel. I haven't shot with him a couple of times. Was supposed to shoot with him. That didn't work out time wise, you know, schedule wise. So I would say those are the two people I want to work with. Gotcha. Huh. I think, yeah, I do believe Shane follows my page. So, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> he is so dope. <laughs> yes, he is. He's, he's the coolest guy. I mean, if I could live anybody's life, I'd live Shane Diesel's life, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, be pretty man. cool. He's got that <laughs> life, man. People run around all the time chasing after you, sucking your dick all the time. You got all these pictures. People just, women chasing him. I'm like, dang, must be nice. I know, and Shane, if you're listening, we still got to work on you getting on this show. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. He's got to try. I'm going to try for that in 2021, so we'll work on it. Um, but I know okay. this year or last year with travel, um, have you kind of missed kind of – I mean, have you done any traveling much, or have you uh, had a chance to go anywhere at least in the last year? Where did I go? I went to Vegas to shoot in August and then November. So hmm. I wasn't, I'm not real flipped out about it, to be honest with you. Like a lot of people are flipped out and they're wearing two and three masks and a face shield and shit like that. I'm not doing that. I'm just wearing one mask because I don't, I feel like if it doesn't, if it doesn't protect you, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, two and three and four and five masks. Right, because like I said, that kind of leads to the question of, I know, you know, there's no really AVN this year, and I know there's, you know, a lot of these shows have gotten canceled. Hopefully Exotica will happen. And I was going to say, is there any chance of ever seeing you on the Exotica circuit and uh, maybe coming to Chicago? You know, I should do that. I should come to Chicago for that. Um, I want to see if they're going to start back up again and when they're going to start back up again. But, yeah, I would love to go to Chicago. I've never been there. You know, I wonder if I, I'm trying to remember if I asked you that question the last time around, but um, you've never been? Never been. I'm scared to go. All the all the stuff I hear, honestly, I've been scared to go. I will tell you, for a person that's living here, 
um, since we have a national stage tonight. <laughs> uh, just like any other city, it pretty much is those things are like centered within like one area uh, or things uh, that you may hear. Yeah, it's pretty much all within one area. And I know where Exotica will be uh, held. It's a very nice area. So, um, oh, good. Okay. I've been there, have done that. If you go into the city, it's like, like if you had gone to maybe New York or L.A. Uh, it's just pretty much just. Okay. You know, just about the same, huh? I just thought everybody yeah. was shooting each other up over there, like everywhere. No. Everybody. No, no, no. No, no, no. All centered in one little small area. If we could get rid of that, we would be better off. Um, (laughs) But no, if you're here in Chicago, definitely let me know. So, no, we would love to see you here for Exotica. Um, And you talked about uh, somewhat of your, uh, I know you're so busy, but when you have free time, is there anything that you like to do that people would be surprised that you would do in your spare time? I would say painting because I love painting. I just took that up like a year ago, but I, oh. I like it. I'm starting to get the shading now because everything used to be this like one color. Like I would do, you know, paint the hair and then paint the <laughs> face or paint something. And, and it was kind of, I was like, God, I'm missing something. And then I was like, Oh, I need to try shading, but I've never taken a lesson, but, I'm starting to get into shading now and making things look a little more realistic. But, um, yeah, I, talk- I like painting. Are we talking like Bob Ross type painting that we're doing here? No, I, I, I paint some weird shit. Like some, if you go to my Instagram, you can see my paintings under I'm a star bish. I, I think it's I am a star B-I-S-H and my arts there. I think I can, I don't even know if I can get into that account anymore because I couldn't, I couldn't log in the other day. But hmm. that's my stuff is like weird. Some of it isn't abstract. Some of it is like a chicken and a, a boy, but they were all out of circles. I did, I did, I took um, lids from um, plastic, cups and shit like that and drew a chicken out of it. He was like all circles. Everything was circles. So hmm. you'll have, you have to share some like online here on Twitter so we can, uh, we can see you might. Hey, I would say for all your fans out there, some may be willing to buy it. Yeah, really. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Put it up on Twitter. So now autograph it so fans go check it out um and go check out the paintings so now um also um i guess here in 2021 because it's still early but i was going to say what can fans or where can fans expect to uh see some of your latest projects besides only fans here in 2021 i know you talked about some upcoming uh shoots that you were hoping to uh do yeah, it's going to be for pogs.com, P-A-W-G-E-D.com. Um, that'll be February 28th. That's the one I know about so far. Uh, still working on some other ones. Don't have dates yet. Don't have, like, it for sure, so I don't want to say, but that one's for sure. So I can't wait to shoot for him. He's wonderful. 
Okay, fantastic. And uh, as I've always uh, been asking people here um, in the last few weeks, because we're still at the start of the year, but I guess if you can fill in the blank here, I hope in 2021, what? Oh, boy, make more money, man. For sure, make more money. Definitely want to just crank it up. I'm really trying to do promo more for my OnlyFans and, you know, work more, bust my ass. I just have a lot of goals. You know, I want to I wanna get a house. So need that bread to put down on the house. Mm, I hear you. I hear you. Do so you, you like the whole thing? Because I know with a new home also comes a lot of the uh, – the decorating part. Do you like doing that as well? Yeah, that's fun. I love that. I love painting, so I would love to paint the inside of the house. I like doing that. I like painting walls and stuff too. That's fun. Redecorating. Hmm. That's pretty cool. I, I think a lot of times too, people just think, oh, you know, adult star, they don't do all that stuff or you know, they think that it's pretty much just like sex on a 24-7 basis. Like, no, they do live lives outside of the industry. Yeah. They think they think you're fucking all the time. They think you're um, on drugs, mommy-daddy issues. My mom just moved in with me, too, so that's been cool. But mm-hmm. they think that you're just this mess, a big mess. There's, you know, definitely a stereotype that goes along with being in porn. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any of those problems. I'm not on drugs. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Doing why I love, like, <laughs> that's why I was like, that's why I love shows like this because, you know, when I get a chance to sit down and talk with everybody, it was like, I learn new things and I'm hoping that all of you out there who are listening, learn new things as well. And that you go out mm-hmm. and you actually support and pay <laughs> yeah, man, saying, that'd be great. If, do, I was gonna say, do you ever get people that come up to you, probably talk about watching something, probably like on a free site or on a tube site? How do you react to yeah. that? I just deal with it. It doesn't even make me mad. You know, when people say, "Oh, well, I had a guy that came to my OnlyFans and said, why would I pay you to watch your porn when I can see it for free on X videos?'" And I disagree with them now. I'm not going to change your mind. You don't want to pay. That's totally cool. I'm like, yep, don't blame you, dude. If you can get it for free, hey, cool. I just I just leave it at that. I don't, I don't even chastise them. I don't tell them off. I don't even care because you're not going to change the mindset of somebody or they're trying to tick you off. You know, they're trying to really just get under your skin. And I'm not. Right. I get that. I've gotten that, I'd say, about five or six times so far. Not too much, but. There's definitely people that that'll go. I'm such a fan. Like I'm such a fan, and I'm like, uh, you never bought one thing for me, but okay. And then I right. think about it, and I'm like, well, you know, I can be a fan of music too, but it doesn't mean I have to buy it. So I I do realize that not everybody has the funds all the time, or so I really don't get mad about it. I mean, it's a free site, you know. X Videos is nice. <laughs> Pornhub is nice. It's, it's I put videos on there, so. I mean, it serves a purpose. Wow. Unbelievable. I don't think I, – I, that would be a lot of nerve for somebody to come up and then tell somebody that they, they don't really pay for anything and that uh, <laughs> and they don't support yeah. – but still call themselves a fan. It's definitely, not, it's definitely not something that I think is like 
cool, but I know there's nothing I can do about it. And then some people just want to get a rise out of you, you know, just to just to piss you off. So I can tell when that's happening. Well, you know what? I am so happy that uh, you were able to make it back on here. And, and I, I will tell everybody that is listening, last Sunday night was my fault because normally what I do is I will pretty much resend an email. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> That's my fault. That lies on me. I am just so happy that she was able to make it. So yeah. I would have waited. Yeah, I would have. Fun. I would have waited many more Sundays for you, my friend. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. This was fun. Yes. So now, glad you were here. Uh, just so that the folks know, on Twitter, it is at Marcy Diamond Two. Oh, you know what? That's the one question I want to ask you tonight. And, and I'm now mm-hmm. that I'm remembering it, you're toward the end. There's so much that's going on on Instagram. It seems to target a lot more adult stars. It seems. And it's like the littlest thing that you post on there, they're wanting to shadow ban you or get rid of your page. How many Instagrams have you done? And has it gotten to a point now where it's gotten like, you know, probably annoying if you have had issues with Instagram? Yeah, I'm on my 14th one. That's why I call it Big Booty Marcy 14. But <laughs> I'm I'm honestly not even advertising on there anymore. I don't even care about it anymore. Um mm. It just pisses a couple porn stars. I won't name them. And then there's one big star that's like an Instagram model that has an OnlyFans. It's against their TOS terms of service for you to have your OnlyFans in the bio, which I just checked today. I was telling my mom about it. And she's got 2.6 million followers. And she's got her, you know, her uh, OnlyFans in the bio. And she's still up. And we all could be huge stars like that with a big following if they would leave us alone too. But yet somehow this girl is able to do it. Several of them are, and they're not taken down. And it's really, it's really a double standard and it's not fair. And so they were supposedly going to crack down a lot harder on any, anything only fans written in your bio at all, but she still has it and she's fine. So it, and it's just like, no wonder they make so much money because if I had, Three million people to shout my page out to too, shit. Then I could have eight to ten thousand um, people a month subscribing. Right. But I think it's not working like that. Right, and I was gonna say it just confuses the heck out of me because when I see that and it's like, okay, well, what's the difference here? Then if you did something, to somebody else did something. I once saw someone do something where they were pretty much just like jumping on the bed. And Instagram came at him for like some odd reason outside of whatever, and I was like, "It's it's insane. Uh, I I don't know." So I can only imagine fourteen pages. I <laughs> I don't know how I would feel leave it after number one, but um, I know I'm supposedly breaking TOS because if you've had a page shut down, you're automatically in violation for creating a second one. So I'm already breaking TOS rules right now just by having another page. Just ridiculous. Yeah, I get over they it, hate, Instagram. They hate sex workers. They absolutely hate us. 
Yeah, I've I've noticed that, and that's that's sad that it's gotten to that point. Hopefully, I don't know where the breaking point will be, but uh, I think after a while, you're going to see just probably like the two million, three million people. Or and I even saw one day there was someone who is a YouTube influencer, pretty much post a topless photo on Instagram, and really probably only got like a slap on the hand and it wasn't even that. So they were back to posting things that pretty much they shouldn't have been posting and they were still able to do it, but they have about 3 million people on their site. And I was like, is this the reason why? Which is unfair, but. It's a total, because the APAG union, which is the porn union met with Instagram lawyers sat down at a table and she had, she had a meeting with them and asked them, why is it okay for an Instagram model or a fitness model to show her butt in a close-up when you guys say no no butt close-ups, no um, hand bras, no this, that? Why is it okay for them to do it but not a porn star? They said, oh, because you're soliciting sex, so it's different. No, it's not different. It's a, it's a photo. We're not saying, hey, come have sex with us. That's right. stupid. So they they even admitted there's a double standard. So an Instagram model or a fitness model all day long can be in a G string, can be with the with the photos like that, and it's okay. Wow, unbelievable. Well, hopefully they won't bother you much anymore. <laughs> and this is why it's important. Yeah, this is why it's important to follow Marcy over on Twitter at Marcy Diamond Two. Uh, on Instagram, mm-hmm. you, if you go over there, it's at Big Booty Marcy 14. Uh, be on the lookout for the Queens of Sex and Gossip. Uh, and like I said, please tell Desiree I said hello. Um, over, there on, uh, over there on YouTube. And also OnlyFans, which is, I, I love the uh, link to it, pog.life. Uh, <laughs> That will take yeah, you to that. her own fans. So, yes, so definitely go over there and follow that. And hopefully, uh, you know, like I said, hopefully we can work something out. Maybe we can have you and uh, Desiree come on our Friday night show, and uh, we can chat for about an hour. Uh, I, I will I will bring the sex topics. <laughs> That's cool. That can... would be really fun. What time is your show at? On Friday nights, we now move to 10 p.m., Eastern time, nine o'clock central. Awesome. Because my show's from uh, eight to nine, so that'll work. Yeah. So now we can we can we can work this out. We will we will talk after this and we will definitely work something out. Maybe we can All do right, like uh, awesome. something we'll do something in time for maybe we can do something in time for my birthday week. It's coming up in a few weeks, so we we'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds great. Time, I know. In the meantime, though, I'm so happy that I was able to have you back tonight. You were always one of my favorite guests uh, when you first came on, and I, I'm sorry that it took so long to get you back here, but I know, like I said, I stopped doing blogging for a little bit of a time and then came back. And But now I'm back. I'm happy that, uh, you know, uh, we were able to get you on and uh, hope that the folks will go out there and go to Marcy's uh, site um, and we'll try and work on something here. But in the meantime, for those of you listening to this program, remember that you can find us not only on Blog Talk Radio, but on Apple, and much to my surprise, now on iHeartRadio. 
<laughs> so Good for you. Sure. Really happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I was surprised myself to see it over on iHeartRadio. So now we're over there. So you can catch us over there as well. So this show tonight will be on all of those platforms. So uh, if you're on yeah. there, tell a friend. And definitely get over to Marcy's site. Even get over, even though she's out here tonight, get over to Desiree's site as well. Support them both. Pay, 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 people. Not free. Yeah, it's, it's not the way. It's pawg.life. Pawg.life. Fantastic. And this will not uh-huh. be the last week. Hopefully this will be again soon. But, Marcy, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. And that will do it for the 411 Lounge. I am LeVar for my guest, Marcy Diamond. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Good night from Chicago. Thanks for listening to the 411 Lounge. You can get all the latest show news on Twitter at News Comment BTR. And you can add us as a podcast on Apple. 